Yo, 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 welcome back, welcome back. It's your girl, Bianca Ramos. I what bet you, you weren't. What do you mean, your girl? What you, you're my girl. <laughs> I bet you weren't expecting that. Mm. <laughs> That's your girl, my girl, in a different connotation. Uh, my wife, Bianca Ramos. Mm. Hi, everyone. And also, myself, Dani Ramos, and... Louis Munoz. Yes, and you can't you can't hear her. She she still doesn't know words. She <laughs> only makes sounds, but she's here too. Elena Soleil Ramos. Realities of parenthood. Yeah, <laughs> kids are included in everything. So this is a special podcast, as you can already tell, because the whole family is here. Mm-hmm. And yes, Louis is family. That's right. So when I say the whole family, Louis is included. In Dio that. Luis. Dio Luis. <laughs> I don't have your Mexican song here, so I wouldn't no. put it there. <laughs> but um, yes, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Um, we're going to be recording today our last episode on the series Know Your Heresy. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of more heresies that we could have covered. Uh, after this episode, we're going to take a slight break. I know, another break, <laughs> because we want to prepare. <laughs> She's going to pull the cord. <laughs> We're gonna, we wanna, you wanna grab her? Yeah. We wanna prepare ourselves to start a whole new series um, at the beginning of the year 2021. Mm. Um, while COVID is still here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, today we're gonna be recording our last uh, heresy, which is uh, a heresy that my wife, Bianca, and my brother Louis are gonna take the lead on, mm. and that's the <laughs> kenosis. So Louis, mm. let, let me. <laughs> Here it is. What is kenosis? I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna give the the. What do you call it? The textual. Yeah. The textual. I'll, I'll give. I'll give the working um, definition. Okay. And you here we it. go. The uh, kenosis. Uh, the term kenosis comes from the Greek verb. Que no. Mm. Que no quiero ir. <laughs> <laughs> From the Greek word que no, verb que no, uh, is used in Philippians 2, uh, verse 7. Um, and it translate, and it's translated made, uh, that made himself of no repu- uh, reputation. Uh, another one would be to use... The use of empty it reflects the views of a school of thought that developed in the mid-19th century. That was the other day, bro. Uh, Their view of kenosis was that in the incarnation, the divine logos emptied himself of his divine attributes. How do you say that word, babe? Kenoticists? There you go. People that believe in kenosis. There you go. (laughs) People that believe in kenosis did not agree on the extent of the emptying. Mm. Remember that? We talk about that, right? Yeah. There's two um, theories of the kenosis theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Um, but the word kenosis in itself, it's just, um, it's a term that comes from a Greek verb. Now, the way it's understood in some schools of thought is that's where we see um, the heresy creeping in. Yeah. Um Anything you need to add to that, Louis? Um, so you want to you want to broaden you want to bring it down? 
Yeah, it's it's um we had spoke uh beginning of this. Um one of the big things that it is is um kenosis in and of itself is not a a bad term, yeah. right? Um kenosis though uh bringing emptying yourself emptying god jesus emptying himself fully from mm -hmm. god versus partially mm -hmm. are two different things right yeah um so something that matters in this is what is this the, is is king it's we say blank is always king mm. when we're studying scripture yeah. what is king when we're always studying scripture putting uh, you guys a text is it context ah there you go <laughs> ding 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 context is king right yep. Um, so when we come and we come head to head with this <laughs> verb, that's Elena, uh, in Philippians 2, 7, context yeah. matters. Mm -hmm. So um, there are multiple, um, there are multiple texts that we can look at um, and glean from in this um, um, Philippians 2, 7 uh, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. Mm -hmm. um, but then as you continue, um, there's also texts that kind of sound like he was uh, diminishing his, his godheadness, right? With Matthew 24, 36. But concerning the day and the hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven or the son, but the father only. Um, so if you remember from our conversation on modalism, um, where we said, you know, there's not this competing force, um, what it seems like for kenosis, if he fully emptied himself, then he wasn't fully God, which means um, then he wasn't on the same par, the son wasn't on the same par as the spirit and the father, uh, which then means that they weren't equal which then means that, well, perhaps modalism is the case. So you see how these kind of all feed into one another. And those are the, and those are the two theories, right? The theory of, um, I, I don't know if that's his, uh, Jess, right? That's what we say, G-E-S-S. S-S, Jess, the theory of Jess, and the theory, the theory of um, Timatius. Um, and then one of them, and we talked about this, right? One of them, the theory of Jess, is the one that, that says that the logos... Uh, um, Depotentiated himself of mm -hmm. all his divine attributes, right? That he literally sees from his um, cosmic functions and his eternal consciousness during the years of his of his earthly life. Um, his consciousness, his consciousness became purely that of a human soul, and consequently, and consequently, he could he could and did take the place of the human soul in Christ. Thus, the true manhood of Christ, even to the extent um, of his uh, peccability, was secured. Mm. Um, and that's, uh, that's how Louis Burkhoff in his Systematic Theology explains that, right? That how, that's the, that theory. And then the other theory is the theory of Timatius, which is... Um, uh, Timatius distinguishes between the absolute and essential attributes of God, such as absolute power, holiness, truth, and love, and his rel relative attributes, which are not essential to the Godhead, Godhead, such as omnipotence, omnipresence, and omniscience, 
or is it omniscience? <laughs> it's omniscience, I think it's omniscience, I think. Omniscience, yeah. And maintains that the logos, while retaining his divine self-consciousness, laid the latter aside in order to take unto himself a veritable human nature. So yeah, there you go. One, um, destitutes, uh, Christ empties himself completely of his hmm. divine nature, and the other half of his divine nature, right? Um and those are the school of thoughts, those, the schools of thoughts that um, I think are dominant when it comes to uh, the kenosis approach. Uh, I'm not sure if there's more, to be honest with you, but at least those two should be enough for us to uh, read those statements and say like, whoa, there's something wrong here yeah. about the view of the second person of the Trinity, right? About, uh, specifically about the view of his deity. Mm. Um and that should be a red. That should turn red flags on our under on our understanding of Christ, of as Christ as the God Man, right? Mm. Um, yeah, and it reminds me too of the phrase "fully God, fully man." Mm -hmm. um, that R.C. Sproul doesn't like that phrase, right? Um, and what the way I think about it when he was describing that was. Um, Every time I come here, Danny and Bianca are such great hosts in making me coffee, right? Um, and I'm, I'm weak with the coffee, as you guys know. So you guys give me half coffee, half milk, which makes a full cup of coffee, right? But that's not what happened with Jesus. Jesus wasn't half God, half man, which made a full God man. No, what R.C. Sproul likes saying is he was totally God and he was totally man. Um, There's a song that Danny listens to a lot by Shailen um, mm. called uh, The Hypostatic yeah. Union. And he says, um, like, Jesus, both God and man, 200%. Mm -hmm. So not 100%, um, but 100% divine and 100% human. I love that. There you go. <laughs> This is for your benefit, people. What's good with all that theology? Give us something practical. And I was like, what? Okay, check this out. I know it's deep, but when you need to find this death, Jesus both God and man, 200% fully divine, fully human. Introduce it, the hypostatic union. The hypostatic union. But can so shout out to Shailene though. We don't own rights to that no. song or anything, but the hypostatic union, go listen to that song. Something that I love is what John Calvin says about this, right? He says, Christ indeed could not divest himself of Godhead, but he kept it concealed for a time that it might not be seen under the weakness of the flesh. Hence, he laid aside his glory in the view of men, not by lessening it, but by concealing it. So when we read of these passages of him saying, not even the son knows, mm -hmm. it wasn't that he and his man state did not know that and that he was living in his man state and not in his God state. It was that he was concealing it for men um, to lay it aside to the glory that was to come. Yeah. And then there's also that thing. We can talk about this in a later episode. Maybe that's something that we can talk about later, later. Um, but the communicable attributes, right? From the God, from the God nature to the man nature, right? Mm. Um, so there's things that 
in his humanity, like he experienced things like what? Like he was hungry, yeah. right? Sleeping. He was sleepy. He was tempted. But God doesn't right? slumber nor sleep. But, but in his humanity, right? <laughs> he, he had emotions. He, he did, right? Uh, he cried, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he felt at, in some um, moments um, holy anger. <laughs> yeah. Um, and those things didn't make him, in that sense, they didn't destitute him from his divine nature, right? In his humanity, he experienced all those things. And that didn't mean that didn't mean that he had to be less God to be able to experience that. I don't know if that you know yeah. makes makes uh, sense. Um, what I'm trying to say is that um, in his humanity, he experienced things that human <laughs> experience, and then in his divine nature was what was that was still operative, right? He still function and his divinity as well mm. um so there was things that like you said in his in his humanity he, he concealed he didn't he, he um his divine his human nature probably didn't know uh or most likely didn't know uh, mm. or didn't know the day in the hour but his divine nature you know in his divine nature he does how do how do we call correlate those two things I, I, I'm still trying to do that, right? I'm still mm-hmm. trying to figure out how to do that. But that doesn't take away from whom he is, right? Fully divine and fully human. Um, and that's important that we get that right. That, that he was fully divine and fully human. Yeah. Because if we take away from his, from his humanity, and we t- or we take away from his divinity, then other things that are essential um, um, to our faith and to us um, will be diminished as well, like the atonement, Yeah. right? How can he satisfy um, the, etern- the eternal wrath of, of divine justice if he is not God in the flesh? And, and how can he atone for us if he is not fully human. Mm-hmm. In other words, only a human could be a substitute for us humans, but only God can satisfy the wrath of God. Mm. <laughs> so he needed to be 100% human and 100% God. Yeah. This is something that I wrote for, um, I was on my systematic theology class. Um, on this topic, I wrote, um, the problem with these theories is that they limit and take away the divine nature of our Lord Jesus Christ while he while he took upon when he took upon the human nature. The kenosis theory ultimately denies the full deity of Jesus Christ and makes him something less than fully God. That's from Gruden Systematic Theology. Therefore, when Paul talks about Jesus emptying himself in Philippians 2:7, it must be understood that Paul is talking Sorry, I lost my track. It must be understood that Paul is talking about Jesus giving up the status and privileges that belong to him all the way from eternity past in heaven, meaning that he humbled himself for our sake and took the form of man while still holding to his divine nature and full attributes. Mm. Yeah, and this is something that I think is important because 
the prosperity gospel movement uses this as an example to say that Jesus was the first little God. And we are a host of little gods after that. That's why we can, that's why we can do all that, that Jesus uh, has done on earth. And no, God, <laughs> no, God, please, no, no. And that's why, that's why we look at this and we say, you know what? That is not true. Um, so they, they use those passages that Danny, you were talking about of, well, Jesus got tired. Uh, Jesus, uh, was hungry jesus wept jesus got angry jesus used the washroom jesus had a belly button like using all these things and saying so he is like us and just like that that's why we can speak things into existence or we can do this because we are god's walking um so i think that's why kenosis is so interesting especially in our modern context now obviously i don't know i can't go back to uh when it first began but in our modern context context now what we see in this is that kenosis not only misplaces the standing of where Jesus stands, but misplaces the standing of where we stand. Because we can only be one thing, fully human. Mm -hmm. We'll never be God, <laughs> you know? And I think, uh, I think that's something that, listening to that, yeah. you, you may think like, wow, that's harsh, Louis, if yeah. you're from that tradition. But that's actually good news. Because the God that we need is the God that came and died, mm. just like Bianca was sharing. That's good. That's good. Yeah. No. Okay. Good. good. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then we're all, we're almost done with this episode because Louie and I have a meeting right now, like in ten <laughs> minutes. But it's again like all the other episodes on this topic of know your heresy. This is important. Important for us to know. It's important for us to come to grasp with it, right? To understand that stuff like this is out there. Because like Louis said, the, the, the prosperity gospel believes this about little gods. But another trend of the gospel, um, and one that is preached in, in, in I'm going to go ahead and say it because I truly believe that, uh, Bethel Church, right? Bethel Church, I, I, I think they, they do away with the biblical gospel. Um, and I think they're wrong, and I think they teach... Uh, to a big extent, heresy. Yep. Um, and one of those things is that Bill Johnson, he, he teaches the kenosis, the kenosis the, uh, theory, I think it's the half, that, that Jesus emptied himself from the, the, his supernatural uh, 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 powers. Um, that he walked like a man. And that because Jesus did everything like a man, we can do everything that Jesus did, right? Mm. Um, and I think that's dangerous. It's, it's dangerous uh, because sooner or later it's, it starts teaching you to depend on, on you know, on your, your, you know, Jesus was a man. You're a man, you know, and I'm using the word man, including including uh, uh, our sisters as well. Um, and if he did it, you know, and you can do it, mm. and 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 it deprives that centrality of. The deity and the awesomeness and the power and the glory that the second person of the Trinity deserved, even as he walked um, um, in this side of eternity in a, in a human body. And I love what Hebrews chapter 3, verse 1, um, I mean, chapter 1, verse 3, um, the author of Hebrews says, he says, He is the radiance, talking about Jesus, He is the radiance of the glory of God. 
and the exact imprint of his mm -hmm. nature. And he upholds, this is key, he upholds the universe by the, by the word of his power. That is something that the Logos, the word of God, has always done, mm -hmm. right? Uphold the universe, not just the planet Earth, the universe, by the word of his power. And if there was a time where he destituted himself from his divine nature, the world would have imploded. <laughs> yep. Right? So, Jesus. Man, that's, that's Jesus. Yes, he took on flesh. And he emptied himself from, he emptied himself from the, momentarily, right? Momentarily, from the glory that he Uh, share with the Father from 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 eternity, right? Mm. And he stooped down and he came to this crummy world that he may that he may uh, be a baby, a uh, 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 young boy, a teenager, and a man, mm. so that he may uh, uh, make make atonement for his people. Yep. Right. And he did that momentarily. And what is what is one of the things that Jesus says, Father? glorify me like what mm. glorify me like, like like with the glory that i have from the beginning with mm. you so i think that's important for us you know i think that's key for us to understand um and that's why too i think uh if uh someone in the charismatic movement or anything were listening to this one of the first things they would say is but jesus said greater work shall ye do right? That's what Bill Johnson believes, right? That's what he says, that we are just like God. Uh, uh, we, we can walk as little gods. Bill Johnson says that. Benny Hinn says that. Smith Wigglesworth said that, right? And the reason why Jesus said that is not because we were these little gods, but exactly what Danny is saying is that for us right now, believe me, friends, it is better that Christ... Uh, why, why didn't Christ live to 3,000 years old, right? He could have, but it's better for us right now that he is sitting right next to the Father, interceding for us, and that is the only way that greater work shall we do because just as Paul says, not as what I have done, but what Christ has done mm. through me. Mm. Any final words, my fellow co-hosters? <laughs> <laughs> you guys covered it all. Well, with that said, we closed the series on Know Your Heresy um we're coming with something really 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 good so stay tuned give us a break give us a, a, a breather and we will see you guys in 2021 peace <laughs>